Hey guys, thanks for listening this week. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate the hell out of you listeners. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up. October 15th, we have a new drop. Our fall drop, our fall line is coming out. And we got some awesome new stuff coming out that you guys are not going to want to miss. A um, couple things that we got coming out. We got a new fish lift t-shirt and sweatshirt. The return of the deadlifting bear, the crowd pleaser, it's coming back. Uh, the return of our first ever HLE shirt. So OG throwing it back. Uh, we've got my personal favorite deer camp shirt coming out. Uh, it's got a cabin on it. Deer camp, very reminiscent. Love it. Totally appropriate this time of year. Uh, crew neck sweatshirts. We got two new stickers coming out and we have three blaze hats coming out. Perfect for hunting season and hunting regulations where you need to wear blaze orange. Check those out. And then I think the most long awaited, most excited uh, people are pumped about. We got three styles of HLE shorts coming out that you are not going to want to miss. So check that out October 15th. We appreciate you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. Got another great topic as usual tonight. Tonight we're talking something I'm a little familiar with but not as familiar with. And I brought in some experts, team members, and they're both new to the podcast tonight. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce my man to my left right here. Kyle, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Happy to be here. Where are you from? Pennsylvania, originally. Pennsylvania, and where are you living now? Right now, I'm in Arizona. That's what I thought. Nice. And I know you were just talking a little bit about having a nice hunt coming up, but uh, we won't spoil that too much because we might we <laughs> might pry some information out of you a little later. For sure. And then we got from, our, from my west again, everybody is... Freaking west to me. Uh, Brant, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. Excited to get you guys on. Talk a little bit. Um, we're talking doves tonight. I, of course, I forgot to say it. And dove hunting as the season's going on and a lot of guys are getting ready for it. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say because I'm a huge upland hunter myself and I've never hunted doves. And I'm sure a lot of our stuff meshes together, but uh, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I never actually have done it before. It's not something we do here in New Jersey. Sorry. So, Well, hopefully we're going to change that. We're going to get you out here to Arizona and kill, kill a few. Yeah. Well, now that I have a camper and I can take my dogs everywhere too, I'm definitely planning on traveling a lot more <laughs> with all three of them. We're actually, all three of us are going this weekend down south. So we're, uh, we're breaking them in the, the hard way. We'll see how they like it. Nice. But... Let's uh let's see what kind of tips we got tonight for our listeners. Uh, Kai, you want to start us off with your tip? Yeah, sure. So I'm I don't want to you know use the term expert. That's I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm still fairly new myself, so I've only been hunting dove for probably three years now, three or four years. That's and, a pretty um, good time. Yeah, I mean, I I just like anything. I had a buddy call me and was like, "Hey, we're gonna go hunt some doves." And I'm not going to, you know, turn down a hunting opportunity. <laughs> so I went and I was like, man, is it always like this? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. So um, my tip, I guess, is don't be afraid to just dive head first into it. Hunting dove is one of those, like, it doesn't cost a lot of money. You know, you can pretty much do it anywhere in the United States um, or abroad, other countries, if it allows it. But it's a very easy species to hunt and if you're talking about uh, either a new hunter or getting kids involved i think dove hunting is one of the first places to start for sure that's awesome man now 
when you're dove hunting, are you hunting over a dog? Or are you guys flushing them up yourselves? Or No, I mean, there's multiple ways to do it. Uh, a lot of guys uh, and gals out here, they have dogs, and they'll, uh, they'll go out, point them, flush them, and they'll shoot them. But if you don't have a dog, that's the beauty of it. You can still shoot a limited doves easy. Um, so what we do out here, like I don't have a, uh, any sort of retriever or pointer. So we just go out and we sit over the fields, crop fields, and the farmers let you go out there and you literally just sit there. And <laughs> as okay. funny as that sounds, you sit on the corner of a field and they'll just bu- they'll buzz past you the whole time and you're just shooting and it's a blast. See, I'm already learning things because I didn't think you would sit and, sh- and hunt doves either. I thought you would be walking the fields and things like that, kind of like pheasants. So that's that's awesome to me. So you're kind of like duck hunting. You're sitting there and patiently Yeah, waiting. so that's like the running joke is like dove season is preseason for duck hunters. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they'll decoy yeah. too. They'll come into the decoys. No shit. So now now it sure. all makes sense. Now it's all meshing together for me. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Brent, do you hunt over a dog or are you guys, are you doing the same thing as well? Uh, so I, I was very similar to Kyle. So I grew up uh, dove hunting in Georgia um, and just a little background on me. So I, I live in Arkansas now, um, but growing up in Georgia, it was like a big annual, you know, dove shoot every summer. It kind of kicked off fall and uh, for me, football and hunting and all that. Um, but the way we did grow up doing in Georgia was usually we would have like a sunflower field or a wheat field. And usually about a week before season, you would uh, two weeks before season, you cut it all, and then about a week before you till it all because uh, dove like seeds. Um, but yeah, basically, I mean, you don't need a dog. We would basically post up on the field, and uh, usually it would be in the afternoon. And the doves, you know, after they've been sitting up on the wire all afternoon, they're ready to hit the field and eat. That's usually how uh, we would do it. But like Kyle said, I mean, it's a very different different ways you can do it. You can walk, you can flush them, uh, you can sit up on a field out in Arizona. So I spent three years out in Arizona actually. And I got into dove hunting a lot out there because down in Tucson, there's not a whole lot of hunting. Um, and we were basically hunting water sources because you typically the double wake up in the morning and hit a water source and then hit food and they'll hit up on a, you know, sit up on a telephone line or something all day. Um, but I got two tips. So the first one would be kind of going along with what Kyle said, super easy to get into dove hunting. doesn't require a lot of money. Like if you got a shotgun, um, you're like 95% there. Uh, but it's easy to get into. You don't got to be quiet. Um, usually there's like some sort of cookout or, you know, whatever, like it's kind of like a big get together for us every year. Um, and if you've got a buddy or someone that's interested in hunting, if, you know, they can halfway decently shoot some clays, they could probably kill a few birds. Um, so I, I think it's definitely a great, my tip would be that it's a great thing to introduce someone that wants to get into hunting. And then uh, my second tip would be, more of shooting, um, so it can apply to really any upland hunting or waterfowl. I see a lot of people, when they go to shoot clays, you know, I've been guilty of doing it too. You know, you put your gun up in your shoulder, and you got your eye on the bee, and you say, pull. And then you shoot your, your clay uh, or whatever you end up doing. Uh, something I found probably seven or eight years ago was I started starting with my gun at my hip uh, and really focusing on that muscle memory of bringing the gun up and taking a shot at a dove or taking a shot at a clay because obviously when you're hunting you know it's just like archery or hunting with a rifle i mean you got to practice those game time scenario shots um you're not always just going to be standing there you know with a a gun in your shoulder you know waiting for a dove to come up same thing with duck hunting or upland hunting you know usually you're going to be walking with the gun by your side so 
once I started really developing that muscle memory of bringing the gun up and picking up the target, I mean, I started shooting way more accurately. Uh, so that would be my second tip is make sure you're practicing uh, in a way that you're going to hunt, which you've probably heard before, but maybe not as much with bird hunting. That would be a, that's a big one for me, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a lot that's of good awesome. information there. Um, so I'm going to pause this real quick because I don't know why. I'll have to edit this out. There's cops at my door. So give me five minutes and I'll be right there. Can't wait to see what this one's about. Yeah. Look, Kyle, you're out in Arizona? Yeah, I'm out here in Yuma. I was actually just uh, last season I was bow hunting out near Tucson, Aravaca. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been fishing down there. Yeah. You're in the Marine Corps? Yeah. Okay, I'm Air Force, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I spent, yeah, I spent a few just... years down in uh, Tucson at Davis Month Air Force Base, and then uh, I, like, had just got into dove hunting. Like, we, we, sh- mm-hmm. we shot a few limits, like, a few times just out on public land. Um, but it's definitely different than Georgia. I mean, there's a lot of birds out there. Yeah. Uh, but once I started getting into swing of things, and I was I, I, I got my bow out there because I, I could get over-the-counter archery tags, I kept putting in for the drawlings and rifle but never got anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Right when I started getting my stride and figuring it out, I got orders to Japan. So I just spent three <laughs> years in Japan, and now I'm back back here in the States in Arkansas, So, which I'm super pumped nice. about. Yeah, I, uh, my first duty station was over in Japan, mainland in Iwakuni. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was and at then, Yukon, uh, so. Yeah, and then now I'm trying to go back, but I'm probably going to go to Okinawa this time. So I'm going to yeah. switch from hunting and i'm gonna roll over to the fishing because the bass fishing is pretty good in okinawa yeah for sure yeah i still got a few buddies that are down there actually um my wife her she's also in the air force but her uh uncle yeah her uncle's in the marine corps and he's he's down in okinawa right now so oh nice yeah yeah the uh i used to hunt doves in uh virginia and it was okay like like you said we'd hunt over sunflower fields and you know, you'd have good days and bad days, but out here, like, you can't go 10 feet without 10 dove flying over you. Yeah, very different. Like I said, I think one of the best places I got, they had like a water treatment plant. And, you know, typically those are on like government land. And uh, that mm-hmm. was probably like one of the best spots I hit was just so different than sitting up on, a, you know, an agriculture field on private land. Like being out in Arizona, it's like, if you can find some open space and you got a shotgun, like you can probably shoot some doves. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So it's cool, though. I'm glad you're out there experiencing that. Well, I can honestly say that has never happened in any podcast ever. And I'm, <laughs> i got to make sure that we edit that fucking part out. Yeah. So there's what three cops at my door. Or three cops at my door. My wife answered. And apparently, I don't know, somebody was getting in a fight behind our house. And they threw their phone over the fence into my yard. And the cops were looking for it. I don't – who the fuck threw the phone <laughs> over a fence? What the heck? So, That's so, a first. Yeah, interesting. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to mark that time down. I don't even know what time is that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know what we're talking about because me and Kyle were just sitting here shooting the shit, so. <laughs> well, now we're going to shoot the shit a little more, but we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm yeah. going to try to get us back on it a little. Yeah, so that's awesome information. I love that. And I know you were talking about like, hey, practicing with trap shooting or anything like that really gets you in a rhythm and – lead in the bead and there's all different kinds of techniques with that how big uh i mean how big are doves are they like the size of a quail or i know they're definitely smaller than a pheasant right i'd say they're a little bit bigger than a quail uh very similar okay. and they you, they have a very distinct flying pattern like you can usually tell when you're 
dove hunting, you can tell um, basically the shape of their head and their wings. I think uh, Kyle can you could probably expand a little more on it because you probably see more dove. I got skunk this year, so um, they, they're definitely <laughs> a little bit bigger than quail, but they're not huge like ducks, obviously. So yeah, yes, definitely. Um, so out here we have actually three species of doves yeah. that we can target. So you have like your morning dove, which is the typical one that you see all over the place. Anywhere in the U.S., you're going to find them. And they, uh, they they can vary. You get young ones that are pretty small. Um, and then even the full-grown ones, I would say maybe, you know, you're pretty spot on with being close to quail-sized. Yeah. Um, and then we have white wings. And, you know, after – it's like ducks. When you see them, you're like, oh, yep, that is a bird. But <laughs> once you've been hunting them for a while, you start to look for these things. And, yeah. like, white wings have a distinct white stripe on the fronts of their wings. Uh, and they're a little bit bigger than a morning dove. Uh, and then out here, it's actually an open season. You can shoot them year-round. But they're a Eurasian collared dove. And those are big. They're, they're like pigeons, but they're, uh, <laughs> they're closer to your like residential areas and stuff. So there's actually three that we chase out here. And I would say the smallest is the morning dove. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. I think the, uh, Eurasian collar dove, I think, I don't think there's a limit for them in Arkansas. And I'm pretty sure they're like an invasive, they're an invasive species, I think. So that's why they're like less restrictive on them. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So. It sounds like something that would be true, and if it's if it's not, you sounded very believable. So I would believe you a hundred percent. The game would probably believe that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's a great point, but it does lead into like we said, getting people involved into hunting. You don't yeah. have to wait for hunting season to roll around as long as you can identify like these collared dove, then you can hunt them any time of the year. So I'll be honest, I don't shoot clays. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's your practice yeah i really i don't go out to the range and i should um i'll do it like i said if someone's hey we're going out this weekend definitely i'll tag along and shoot but i don't ever like upon my own will go out to the range and shoot clays <laughs> yeah. um so i usually my practice for duck season comes from dove season and my practice for dove season comes from shooting collared dove <laughs> yeah that's awesome Makes a lot of sense. Now, so it, everybody laughs at me when I say this. Like, I, I live in New Jersey, and we have pretty good duck hunting. I mean, not Arkansas duck hunting here, but we are we have pretty good duck hunting. And I do not do waterfowl. And everybody laughs, and they're like, you know, why don't you do that? To me, it is so annoying to identify that duck that's so high up in the air. And if you shoot the wrong fucking duck, you can get your hunting license taken away. I'm good. Now, with that being said, is there a certain like like limitations if you shoot the wrong dove or anything like that, out of season dove, or is like that the same thing? Yeah, I mean, certainly you don't want to do that, um, and that goes into like species identification and and all of that. So it's best. Yeah, I mean, cool. they will, like I said, doves will decoy like ducks. If you got some spinning wing decoys or something out there, they'll come Sometimes in and land and. For someone that doesn't know, you know, exactly what it is when it's flying, I'd say there's nothing wrong with letting them land and verifying that is, in fact, <laughs> the, uh, the correct species and then letting it rip. Yeah. 
makes a lot of sense, but you can tell I don't do much duck hunting because of that reason. But <laughs> now, how far would you say you're typically is your like your range of shooting of a typical dove when you're out in the hunt? I, I'd say typically for me personally, I would say within 50 yards. Um, I, I probably try to shoot for that 40 to 50 yard range. Um, you'll see more inexperienced uh, dove hunters, you know, taking shots at you know, 75 and it's like, there's not a chance. Um, but that, you know, that probably differs per, per person. I would say about 40 yards cause you're using shooting like a improved cylinder or a modified choke. Um, so right. nothing like too crazy too far. Um, and yeah, if you have that patience to not take those far shots, like you're going to have a lot better, better dead bud, especially with your, when you're out there with buddies. Yeah. I feel like we could definitely get a full length episode out of this with going into choke tubes and all kinds of strategies and everything like that. Like we could, I, for someone that doesn't even dove hunt, I I just have so many questions about it because I definitely, you know, I I mean, I want to learn how to do it. I want to get out there and do it just like everybody else. I mean, and it's funny because you see when people are dove hunting, you see like a tailgate full of dove when they're dove hunting. You never see like two dove. You're like, holy shit, what the guy got like 45 freaking birds. So that's one of the reasons I mean, I think it'd be really cool to get my dog out there and have fun, some fun on some doves. And I mean, sure. he'd probably tire himself out within 20 minutes, but <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, I definitely think we need to get a full episode. So we'll have to, we'll have to tease this into a full dove hunting episode here and we'll definitely branch out more and get, you know, some more information from you guys and talk about some season success you've had. And then we can really, you know, dive into it. So that's really awesome stuff right there. Um, Kyle, where can people find you on social media, man? Uh, mainly on Instagram. It's Kyle underscore Coots, C-O-U-T-T-S. Um, and then just Kyle Coots on Facebook and that's it. Like I said, awesome. I'm uh, super excited to be part of this team. It's a great crowd and definitely love being part of it and looking forward to what everything or, uh, everything coming in the future. Yeah, we're excited to have you, man. I, I actually did your interview, which is, and I remember yeah. your yep. massive fucking dog that you had. There. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was he's like, is that a damn still, cow behind you? He's still roaming around here. <laughs> yeah. Brent, man, where can uh, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm also mainly on Instagram. It's at Brant Freeman. That's B R A N D T F R E E M A N. Pretty much the only Brant Freeman out there, so. Well, that's awesome stuff, man. I really appreciate you guys jumping on. I'm glad, you know, we were able to get you on your first podcast and I'm glad I was able to get you on your first podcast and talking something that, you know, I definitely got excited to talk about. Um, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you listeners. Go and follow the main uh, Hunt, Lift, Eat official Instagram page and our new, the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast page. And I, w- I don't know when this is dropping, but I will say October 15th, we have the new fall line coming out. And there is a little bit of teasers on the page if you want to sneak over there and see some stuff because there is some blaze orange for dove hunting. There is our deadlifting bears coming back. We have some some good stuff coming up on October 15th, so be sure to check that out. Well, appreciate it, guys, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. All right, thanks.